there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I have a very special guest with us. I have Tyler Neinberg. Hey there, Tyler. How's it going? Hey, Dr. Bradford. Thanks for having me on here. It's a great pleasure. And um, I'm going. I'm doing great. I'm having a great February thus far. Uh, maybe getting some business done during this time of year. But uh, everything's going good. Valentine's Day is like right here. So Everything's plus. Everything's I love plus. it. All right, please do not call me doctor. <laughs> okay. All right. Brad. All right. I'm sorry. It's Brad's I'm good. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. Uh, I have a doctoral degree. It's a doctoral degree in law, though. So uh, it's a little bit of a joke, right? Because I mean, attorneys don't ever go by doctor. I'm not an attorney anymore. I'm not allowed to even say that. So, Tyler, I like it. I like getting the show started right into it. How yeah. about this? Why don't you just go and begin by telling us a little bit about yourself, please? All right, so I am. My name is obviously Tyler Nyberg. I am from Long Island, New York, and I started out Rectify Gaming, which um, at 16 years old, which began as a media outlet uh, in 2013. We th- we really started it as a uh, forum and like a we- like a website for people to go on, talk to each other, maybe share some news, you know, th- you know, things like that. Uh, but then we started getting getting a reputation over time. You go to 2014, 2015, like people went to us for news and we started rolling with that. We started upgrading our website. We got noticed from certain Xbox executives, got invited to events, started seeing opportunity to review games and things like that. So that grew over time. Um, obviously, long story short, um, as those years were going by, I was getting older. I was learning more about business, learning more about the gaming industry and getting involved with it. Um, come 2016 slash 2017, we started to get applications for uh, esports teams, but like we never, like really, like publicly, we never showed interest into esports. Besides the fact that we hosted like Halo tournaments through Rectify Gaming, um, but I mean, CS:GO applications started to come in, and we went, we started with that in like 2017. Then me and the team at the time, and some of them are still with us um, as far as the management goes. You know, we're like, you know, I guess esports, you know, we should really consider this because, uh, you know, it's really becoming a great interest of ours. So we thought about it, um, you know, come to 2018, we really went full on board with Rectify Esports. It was really a different, um, it's a different like division compared to Rectify Gaming. We want to keep those a little bit separate, which is why we have RectifyGaming.com and Rectify.gg. So we can see the esports side and the media outlet side. So that's two separate things. And, I've, and you know, the esports part really blew up more. And it blew up like blew up faster than um, right direct of the media outlet side, but both sides still show their benefits to this day. And I'm excited. I really am. Uh, you know, it's 2021 and I'm really, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Very cool. I love it. All right. We got a lot to talk about now yeah. before we do that though, I start every interview with a single question. So I'm going to ask you just like I ask everybody else on a scale of one to 10, 10 being high. How weird are you, Tyler? Uh, well, this is a complicated question, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I would say complicated because you, you talk to the people I know, like in, you know, in general, like in person, they'll say I'm a 12 out of 10 weird, but I think I'll give myself a 7.5 out of 10. Why is that? Because uh, I've seen a lot more weird people than me. Okay. By yeah. comparison, I like that answer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, Tyler, this is the Gamer Preneur Podcast, so mm-hmm. I do need your gaming cred. When did you first start playing video games? Well... I mean, that was a while ago. I had to be uh, what? Oh, uh, I mean, it had to be like four years old, right? Uh, my sister and my dad really were into games, of course. It's how am I supposed to get into games? You know, I had to go through somebody. So it was my dad and my sister really with Sega and Nintendo 64, what it started with, uh, with like Mortal Kombat or like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, and uh, Mario Kart and things like that. So, I mean, I also have, you know, 
I think I would say I have a good game, a pretty decent gaming family because you know my cousin was into it so he helped me get into more things and like really connecting with communities as i got older uh through forums so i mean it goes deep in my family i just want to make sure you said you're four year old four years old when you started and you started with mortal Kombat <laughs> on the sega which had like the red uh, at least four yeah <laughs> four or five years old yeah i mean yeah yeah i, yeah. I mean I, it was I, a different really generation funny. back then wasn't it <laughs> yeah it was yeah, yeah, yeah all right uh i love it and what do you play today if anything uh, well, I'm really, I'm, a, I'm a really big Halo fan. Uh, Halo is a big reason why I'm really here today. Uh, I've always been, been a big fan of like Halo Two, Halo Three. Halo Two was another game I played nonstop back in the, back in the day, <laughs> of the early 2000s. But uh, yeah, I'm playing Halo, um, Rocket League, uh, Apex Legends. That's really a top one for me right now. All right, and if you had to pick one game out of your entire gaming career as your number one all-time favorite, which one would it be? And that's a really tough question. It's a, obviously the toughest question for anyone to ever answer. Uh, I mean, if you talk about gaming franchises, it's going to be Halo, but like most favorite game of all time. Uh, I'll just go and say uh, Halo 3. Beautiful. Halo 3. Yeah. I love that one. Okay, now let's let's get to the Preneur Park because that's why we're really here. Now, um, Tyler, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your professional background. What brought you to Rectify Gaming in the first place? I mean, all right. So my story is a little—it's oh, it's going to be completely different than anyone else because I started creating Rectify at 15 years old. I mean, to really say I had a professional background at that time, you know, I really wasn't. I—I I started going to events at 15 years old uh, with my cousin who was older than me. Uh, you know, is still older than me, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, so we used to go to events like near Comic Con and PAX East, and. Uh, and I used to connect with other communities within, uh, if it was Halo or something else, meet new people. And that's what really inspired me to really uh, get to this uh, point. Whenever you go, whenever I go to an event, I always network. Ne- networking for anyone out there is the best thing you can ever do when you go to events. I mean, if you want to get your money's worth, network. You always get something out of it. I still keep all of my business cards and everything like that. So, I mean, my yeah, my background really was, you know, being 14, 15 years old, creating memes on the internet uh, through certain communities. And then... Uh, uh, connecting with other people who had websites and I learned a lot from them. And I still wanted to go create my own thing because I had a vision. I love it. All right. Now, was it difficult as a teenager to start this type of business? I mean, most people, when they talk to a teenager, they're like, are you even right. old enough to have a conversation with me? Right. Right. I mean, I, I thought I was, um, I mean, I thought I was fine, old enough. I was working uh, in the summer mowing loans, you know, to make cash. So I had cash on me. Um, put it towards the domain and you know whether other website fees you got to pay and i started creating i didn't tell anyone in my family about it until it released and i really kept it a secret because i i don't like second opinions and i just went right right for it that's how i am (laughs) okay um and how have things changed over the years obviously you added on the esports component Mm -hmm. but you know from when you were 15 i'm sure you you said you create memes on the internet but then it turned into something real at some point like when was that transition Uh, I mean, obviously I see it in myself, um, definitely more maturity. You can see it as the company grows from its first logo to now there's more professionalism as far as the way we look compared to back in the day. Um, and the more we take, I've, we've taken it more seriously, of course, because we definitely saw the opportunity once we saw, um, the opportunity to really bring some, um, you know, we can, we can really bring some cash into the, within this company and really even go further and benefit, you know, potentially benefit other people as we go along. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I would say that. 
Okay. And what's your favorite aspect of the, these businesses you've built? I mean, it's, it's incredible. Anybody your age who have built anything and right. like, so like, is it the esports side? Is it the media side? Mm-hmm. Is it a combination of both or is it like just the management side? Right. It's a combination. I would say it's a combination of both. Um, growing up, I was huge into like sports. You know, I like sports, especially hockey. So esports is it's kind of fun. Uh, it's a, it's more fun in that way because it's competitive. You can have fun with, um, you know, with uh, fans, followers and things like that. Um, you know, I don't know. There's something about the competitiveness that I like that's really fun. But there's the media outlet part is still definitely an important part. It's fun when you re- receive opportunities through emails every day. But yeah, I would have to say esports is uh, definitely a more fun side to um, what we've created. Okay. And what kinds yeah. of challenges are you facing in your business? Like where where are the sticking points? Well, I think it's really trying to get um, partnerships. Partnerships are definitely a hard thing to get, especially when you have um, high standards for yourself and your company. I think that's one of the toughest things that we've always had. And anyone in our management group would probably agree with you. Um, But that may change soon. Uh, We might have some things coming in the ropes as far as partnerships. But that's definitely the most challenging thing for the past year and a half is definitely getting partnerships. All right. So Tyler, so then what is like the, the toughest aspect of getting these partnerships? There's plenty of other companies out there who are looking for right. partnerships too. And I'm, part of my show is really trying to get advice into hands of everybody. So is it that is it finding the right partner? Is it like amounts that they're offering or is it something on your end? Well, usually, uh, you know, teams like us, it's usually like what we want and something most of the time they can't fulfill that. And there's a lot of competitiveness as far as other organizations that are out there um, within your caliber. For some reason, they like them more than you. Um, And you've really got to sell the idea, whether it's through your decks and really sell your vision. Not everyone's going to agree with your vision. That's for sure. Um, I definitely think that some people see our vision. Um, it's the, it's the way you approach these companies sometimes and what you're offering. Are you valuing yourself at a reasonable area? Because I've seen some things, uh, Bradford, from competitors and, you know, I just, it's tough. It's tough. It's just tough. I, it's just, it's a, it's a crazy game out there. It really is. For sure. Yeah. All right. Now kind of like on the, uh, the like business side of things, how, how was it trying to learn this as you've been going? Like, do you have a, a bit a business family, like a background that you kind of, this was all normal for you or like, this is all brand new. You had to figure it out, find mentors. Right. A lot of it's uh, a lot of it was brand new. Um, I didn't really have, I don't know. One of my family has really created a business like this. I think I have the most unique business when it comes to my family, I believe. But um, I did have mentors along the way. Um, obviously, I can't name them, but people who have been involved with esports in bigger organizations and people who just have uh, bit like experience in business in general. Like I, I was seeing a business advisors in late 2019, early 2020. And I've, I've learned so many, so much things that, that I didn't even realize. So, I mean, I've definitely had a lot of mentors help me along the way. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Tyler, there are plenty of people out there who wish they could start businesses, right? But they, they never quite get to right. it, but you did it at 15, you know, 14, 15. What makes you different? What, like, what, what about you is special or unique that you were able to do this where so many other people fail? I think patience is another, I think patience is a big part of that. Um, Patience is key. I've seen a lot of people create either websites or organizations and 
they don't have patience because they just expect uh, just everything to happen like that overnight. It just doesn't happen like that. So you got to have the patience. You got to have the drive. You got to have the vision. You got to believe in the vision to make, to believe that's going to happen. And quite honestly, I've had a vision of some things and they've come to life. And I, to this day, I sometimes I think about, it, I'm like, wow, that, like we actually made that happen. Like for instance, let me give you an example. E3, like, I've always wanted to get we've always wanted to get accepted to E3 as a media like a media outlet and we did in 2016 that was like the that was the day I found that out was great crazy like three weeks before E3 I'm going to E3 let's go so that was uh yeah that was awesome like pe- oh. I don't know people just need to be patient believe like I said yeah I love it okay mm-hmm. now if you go back in time you could talk to mm-hmm. little Tyler back when he was 14 15 years old right. and you could explain to him everything that's going to happen over the next couple of years all the challenges and trials he's going to go mm-hmm. through all the amazing things that are going to happen but there was one thing you had to let him know what is that thing oh oh man that's tough that's actually a really tough question what about what would I tell younger Tyler um oh this is what I would I would have told him um, cause I started out rectify alone, maybe have someone with you that you can trust as a, like a business partner right away, because that's, I think that was one of my biggest struggles. I was a lone wolf, you know, at the end of the day, you're trying to grow this company and you're by yourself. Like there's nearly no right hand person right at the beginning of it. And you, you know, maybe try to find a partner or two that can have the same feel as you, which is really hard to find when it comes to you know me but okay yeah that's, on that that's note I'm, I'm assuming you have gotten partner since then yeah yeah okay we have a direct this group now what what is the process of finding a partner because that like that's one of the biggest challenges i see a lot of business owners having is they want to they want to do it all themselves because they don't necessarily trust somebody else but right. how do you actually find someone to join you on that mission i mean you have i mean over the years i've developed connections with other people and they knew other people and it's really t- like i you know i've you know it takes it might have taken a couple of years of really getting to know someone really bring them on or through someone else that's been within the organization that really trust this person then you bring them on you see what they can do and um you like what they can do and um that's how i how i found trust that's how i've gotten people um to you know help with, I mean, I help with rectify is, uh, through other people, I guess that they knew someone who knew someone, I guess okay. if that makes sense. Oh, that's awesome. That's, <laughs> yeah. uh, you just got to meet people, right? <laughs> that's it. Right. You got to meet people. <laughs> okay. Now I want to get a little more personal if possible, Tyler, Uh-oh. you see, I, I believe that we learn the most in our life from our failures, not necessarily mm-hmm. our successes, right? Because when you succeed, you may not know what happened, right? I succeeded. Oh, okay. Yeah. But when you fail, you got to take a look at it. You got to be able to move past it in order to move forward in order to succeed the next time you try it. So I'd like, I'd like to ask you, what do you consider your biggest failure in life? And what did you learn from it? So you, all right. So you're talking about like in life in general, like mm-hmm. absolutely the whole what, uh, my whole yeah, life absolutely well, you know, whatever whatever i don't want anybody to think you're superman that's the thing that's oh, why i asked this question i don't want someone to say right. oh he no, was 15 no. he had this fantastic absolutely life absolutely not everybody screws up what's yours no oh no it's definitely not a suit like this is not like a you know it wasn't like a telltale story no i mean it's hard to say like the biggest failure uh it's that's tough that's tough because you know you failed a lot we just don't know like if that was like the worst failure you ever had. Okay. Now, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. Okay. Now on the flip side, Tyler, what is something that you're working to improve on yourself today? Um, I would say more, I'm trying to improve myself more. 
On the business side of things, uh, learning more about that, I, I think I've got my knowledge down on this industry and what I need to do there. Now it's just about putting things together. Um, you know, I, I know I've always formed, I formed the plan and things like that. Just more background business knowledge. I really think uh, whether it's financials or, uh, you know, like accounting or something like that, you know, things like that I want to get better at um, doing the behind the scenes stuff that no one really sees. Okay. And what do you think is the, the toughest part of business so far? Mm, it's definitely um, as, uh, dealing with funding, you know, whether you got to fund someone or getting funding from someone else, I would say from my perspective, that might be the toughest part. Um, yeah. Okay. Tyler, this has been awesome. I got one more fun question kind of bring, before we bring this in for a landing. Uh, what is something that you think people misunderstand about you the first time they meet you? Um, <laughs> now, this is a really good one. Um, now, I was going to circle this question around and say, why do people underrate you? But um, but misunderstand, I guess they misunderstand that, um, I'm, I'm quiet. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. This has been an awesome interview, Tyler. How do people find you? How do they find Rectify Gaming, Rectify Esports, all of that, your socials, please. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at TyboyN17. You can find Rectify Gaming at Rectify Gaming and Rectify Esports at Rectify Esports basically everywhere. Um, it's not it's not that hard. I love it. And, All right. Now, mm-hmm. any final thoughts you want to share or anything I didn't ask you think we still need to cover? No, I think that's I think that's about it. All right. I thank you so much for coming on. Let me, Tyler, you know, before we started the interview, you said that like my question set was totally different than anything else you've ever seen. It was. So I appreciate you being a good sport. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you for having me on again. It was great. Absolutely. And for everybody else, I'm going to remind you all, don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur.